It's time for To The Top Talk with Jamie Arrington, a power hour of all things Southern Miss. For questions or comments, call 601-261-0898 or pound 981 for ceasefire customers. Now we go live to the studio with Jamie. What's going on? What's happening? How you guys doing? Welcome to To The Top Talk with Jamie Arrington. I am your host, Jamie Arrington, broadcasting from the Eagle Broadcasting Studios. What was I thinking? Why can't I get that right? I don't know. It's been an interesting week. Super Bowl. Did you guys watch the Super Bowl? Did you have a good time? You know, it's weird. Uh, I just decided I was going to troll whatever team lost. You know, part of me was upset with the Patriots for trading Jamie. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then part of me was like, I'm a Saints fan, and you just can't cheer for the Falcons. So I was like, I'm going to troll whoever loses and you know if the saints aren't in there or the bears or any of my teams or there's not a southern miss guy in there i just don't have a dog in the fight but uh what a game great game a lot of fun and uh former southern miss coach uh chad o'shea i think he was a special teams coordinator with the patriots gets another ring so congratulations to him anyways great weekend lots of fun last week if this is your first time listening i'm here each and every week to give you a break from all of the high resource five propaganda out there in the mainstream sports media outlets and talk about the university of southern mississippi golden eagles a couple of ways to listen you can listen live tuesday nights at 6 p.m on the score 1400 a.m in Hattiesburg and WMXI News Radio 98.1 FM in Hattiesburg, streaming on WMXI.com and the WMXI Radio Mobile app. And then later tonight, it will be up on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, etc. Go on there, subscribe, give us a rating. Go back and check out last week's episode. It was amazing. Uh, my guest was Nick Mullins, former Southern Miss quarterback who is uh, trying to make a run at the NFL. So we talked to Nick. I put the I put the full interview on there. It's about 30 minutes. So go on there and check it out. I think you'll really enjoy it if you're a Southern Miss fan or just a fan of football in general. All right. So last week was signing day. Last Wednesday, the Golden Eagles, in my opinion, excellent class. You know, one of the one of the better classes we've had in quite some time, especially when you factor in that I think most of these guys are are, are on pace to qualify. So Let's talk about a few of the players that we didn't talk about last week. We mentioned as being possibilities, but now they're officially signed to be Golden Eagles. The first surprise of the day was uh, a cornerback out of Alabama, played at Sarah Land High School, played for former head coach, well, former Southern Miss quarterback Jeff Kelly. His name is Wydell Flott, uh, defensive back, six foot, 175. Um, he was committed to South Alabama for a while. And then towards the end there, he kind of opened up a little bit. Then he closed it. Then he opened it back up. I think it was down to the uh, Golden Eagles and FAU. And uh, he evidently watched Lane Kiffin's recruiting video and decided that was not for him. So glad to have him on board. I, I You you notice that uh, there was a strong emphasis on secondary and line. And the second of su- surprise of the day delivered just that on the line. Uh, the guy that we, we all kind of were waiting on, Paul Gaynor, the uh, offensive lineman, 6'3", 275 pounds, Goshe High School in Goshe, Mississippi. First team All-State, Clarion Ledger. Originally, he was committed to Mississippi State, uh, took visits to USM and Tulane. Rivals and Scout both had Paul Gaynor as a three-star. And then the big surprise of the day, uh, Jalon Adams, uh, a 5'10", 
180-pound wide receiver out of Minor High School in Adamsville, Alabama. First team parade All-American, 2017 Alabama Gator Gatorade Player of the Year. Nick Mullins was also the Gatorade Player of the Year when he was there, so hopefully that's a good sign. Um, had a ridiculous year on the football field. 2,638 all-purpose yards, 76 receptions for 1,502 yards, 86 carries for 725 yards, scored 34 total TDs, 19 receiving TDs, 13 rushing TDs, one kick return for a TD, and one punt return for a TD. So that's, uh, you know, that's, well, who was the last one that did all, Tracy Lampley? Didn't Tracy get to get all those, the different ways you can score? Maybe he can throw one. Maybe he can come in and, and, and throw a jump pass or something <laughs> and, and knock it out of the park always. You can do it. But Jalen was was an interesting day for for him and everybody keeping up with him. Earlier in the day, he announced he was going to Troy. Uh, the, the, the letter never came across the wire. There was some chatter about what may or may not be going on. And when the, when the day was said and done, he was a golden eagle. So certainly excited to have him. Excited about the class as a whole. And when we come back for the break, I had a lot of people ask me if a certain guest was going to be returning this week, and we got a hold of him. We brought him back. You're going to have to come back after the break to find out who it is, but he's going to break down the entire signing class. So come back to us for more To The Top Talk after these messages right here on the score of 1400 AM and News Radio 98.1 FM in Hattiesburg. I promised that we were going to have a special guest on to help recap this year's signing day class. Yeah, fan favorite. I mean, really, really brought a lot of people to this program. Let's just make it a surprise. You guys are going to enjoy it. So here you go with our special signing day coverage. Southern Miss had a huge signing day class last Wednesday. Here to tell us all about it is the man himself. Fake J. Hobson. All right, uh, first and foremost, uh, Southern Miss to the top. Oh, come on now, James. You can do better than that. Southern Miss to the top. All right, all right. Uh, I, I guess you uh, brought me here to talk about uh, signing day class, Golden Eagle, Savage 17, Savage 17. I'm a big fan of uh, Macho Man Randy Savage, you know what I'm saying? So I think this is going to be. It's gonna be uh we're gonna build some champions. Well let's uh let's get down to it. I'll just I'll just go down the list. Uh, we'll start out with uh Jalon Adams. He's a wide receiver out of minor high school in Adamsville, Alabama. You know, he was a first team parade all American, you know, Gatorade player of the year for the state of Alabama, you know. Uh, I call him the Adams Groove, you know. Uh first time I saw him, I was like, That's the Adams Groove right there. You know, he he comes from a great family, you know what I'm saying? Uh you know, mom's a sweetheart, and you know I could just tell they had the Adams family values. You know what I mean? So I think he's going to be a tremendous athlete for us here at Southern Miss. Up next, we got uh, Wood Lyson Alcius, six uh, six three to six nine, uh, three hundred and 
nine-pound offensive lineman from uh, North Miami Beach High School in Florida. You know, they call him Big Hoss. Uh, I call him Big Lice, you know, because he's going to get all up in your head, and that's the reality of it. He's here on campus now. I sometimes just sit there and watch him eat sometimes. You know, he's a big old boy. Uh, but we're excited about about uh, Big Lice. Up next, we've got uh, Steven Anderson, uh, quarterback, uh, 6'2", 242 pounds. Uh, Stevie Sweetfeet, uh, you know, I think he's going to be a tremendous quarterback. He kind of reminds me of a, a David Garrard, you know. Uh, I got a name for it when he starts throwing touchdowns to Jalon Adams. It's going to be Adams and Steve. Uh, he's running the ball, Stevie Sweetfeet. It's going to be a going to be a heck of a quarterback for us. Uh, Tyler Barnes, uh, defensive back out of Diabreville, TB, uh, tuberculosis. Uh, you drink after the wrong person, old TB's going to get you. And that's exactly what he's going to do for the Golden Eagles, for the Nasty Bunch. Uh, he racked up 136 tackles. That's averaging about a 11.3 tackles per game, which is, which is tremendous. That's the kind of guy you want back there uh, as a hawk on the ball. Uh, Briggs Bourgeois, he's a place kicker punter. Uh, somewhere between 5'5 five, five and 6'7". Uh, from Sadamont High School in Louisiana. Uh, I call him Brigley Field because he can go yard, and uh, yeah, I think he's going to be a, a, a tremendous asset for us. I mean, when you can you can knock it out the back of the end zone, man, yeah, that's kind of what you got to do. You know, that's that's a, that's the a reality of it. Uh, then we got uh, Travion Clayton, uh, an offensive lineman, you know, 6'2", 197, might be 350 pounds. Uh, from Baker County High School in uh, Florida, Claymation, Travion Clayton, Claymation. I call him. He's a road grader. You know, he's gonna he's gonna be pushing defensive linemen around, and that's what you need to get up front. Uh, you know, he's a Southern Miss guy with a tremendous upside. Up next, we've got Andrew Cole. Uh, you know, six three, uh, three hundred pound uh, defensive lineman from Fayetteur High School. Uh, you know, we call him AC. Uh, he drives a white Ford Bronco. He does not drive a white Ford Bronco. Yeah, you know, when I call AC, I ask for him, I say, hey, is AC there? And he goes, uh, you know who I am, dang it. He, he, does, he does not, Andrew Cole does not do that. All right, up next we got Emmanuel Dabney, uh, a defensive back from uh, Callaway High School in Jackson, Mississippi. You know, Emmanuel is uh, actually Spanish for the man, and uh, that's exactly what he is and what he's going to be for that nasty bunch of defense back there in the secondary. Heck of an athlete. And then from uh, Saraline High School, in Sarah Lane, Alabama, he's got play for head coach Jeff Kelly, former Southern Miss quarterback. He can do it all. I'm talking about Wild Wydell Flot. You know, I call him the Flot Potato. Now he's going going to be a, a tremendous asset for us back there in the secondary. Then we've got Bubba Flood. You know, the Flood Zone. You go too deep, he's going to drown you. Bubba Flood, a five eight, 170 pound, 170 pound uh, athlete uh, from Okeechobee High School in in Florida. Then we got uh, Bryce, Bryce Foxworth, Foxy. Uh, Foxy's a you know five 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 uh, seven two uh, somewhere between there three hundred and twelve pound offensive lineman from uh, Boca Ciega High School. Uh, Foxy can play uh, guard or tackle. He's got great feet and uh, tremendous upside. This young man's gonna be a gonna be a, a tremendous get for us. Uh, one of my favorites, uh, Paul Gaynor. You know, I spent some time with Paul uh, Lyman from uh, Gaucher High School, PG-13, Paul Gaynor, PG-13. Uh, don't let your kids watch what's about to go down when PG gets on the field. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he can do anything up front, play any of the positions. You know, uh, I, I really feel like he's going to be he's gonna be uh, one of the greats. Then our, our first commit of the year, uh, Freddie Hart's uh, inside linebacker. 
237 pounds from Morton High School, Morton, Mississippi. I call him Who's Your Freddy? Uh, he's a true inside linebacker, a Southern Miss guy. You know, he's a guy that's going to be like, like a Rod Davis. You know what I'm saying? He's going to be uh, somebody that's going to be a, a stud on that nasty bunch for years to come. Then we've got uh, Tyler Jack. Tyler Jack is a defensive back uh, from Pearl River Community College, originally from Loosedale, Mississippi. Uh, we call him the Loosedale Lumberjack because he brings the wood. And that's exactly what Tyler's going to have to do out there. You know, he was originally committed to Troy, and he made the right decision in the end. Going down the list here, uh, you know, uh, Tim Jones, uh, wide receiver out of Biloxi High School in Biloxi, Mississippi. He's got all the tools to make a great receiver. Tim the tool man, as we call him, uh, you know, tremendous get for us. Had a, had a great career, uh, uh, spanning his career, uh, the over 3,500 yards and 29 touchdowns. So he's going to be, he's going to be a, a great asset to, to coach Dawson in that, uh, offense. And then we've got, uh, Delmon Landry. 6'3", uh, somewhere between uh, 97 pounds and 430 pounds uh, from Southwest Mississippi Community College. Uh, Delmont Landry, I call him the throw to roll. You know, he's going to be a three technique for us. Uh, going to be a, a tremendous asset for us up there on that nasty bunch of defense. Uh, Sean Terrell Latham, uh, 6'2", 200-pound linebacker out of Meridian High School. Uh, Sean Terrell, uh, hell in a cell, Latham. He's one of our top linebackers coming out of camp. He's going to be one that's going to be a lot of fun to watch the next few years. Uh, Darius Mayberry, uh, running back uh, out of Clinton High School, uh, 5'9", 188 pounds. Uh, the sheriff, Darius Mayberry, the sheriff of Mayberry, he's going to have to lay the law down on Opie, a.k.a. Lane Kiffin. Uh, he's an athlete, an extreme playmaker. Uh, he's going to be a, a great asset to that Golden Eagle offense as well. And then we got uh, Chris Reed, uh, 5'10", 173-pound defensive back from uh, Tallahassee. Uh, Chris Reed, I call him Reedality. You know, so when you say, who's playing corner today? I'll say, well, the Reedality is, you know, it's the Reedality show. He, he played wide receiver, defensive back. I think he's going to play defensive back for us here at Southern Miss. Uh, Marcelo Rodriguez, uh, two, uh somewhere between – 149 and uh, 370 pounds, a uh, quarterback out of uh, Christopher Columbus High School in uh, Miami, Florida. That was the, the first high school in the world discovered by Christopher Columbus. Uh, Marcelo, I call him Marcy Playground because uh, he just has fun out there. You know, he's got a tremendous arm, had a tremendous senior year, and uh, looking forward for him getting there and competing with uh, with Key. Uh, Justice Satterfield, uh, he's a 6'1", 290-pound Offensive lineman, going to play up on the front for us there from Coffeville Community College. Uh, Justice Satterfield, I call him the Saturday Night Special because uh, he's got a jersey that's black and gold. You know, he's a very explosive young man, and uh, that's, you know, you know what I'm saying? That's the reality of it. Shannon Showers, uh, he's a defensive back uh, from Fort White High School. I used to coach his father. Uh, but Shannon Showers, we call him Austin Showers, the international cornerback of mystery. Uh, Showers was really, I mean, he was a golden pickup for us. And, uh, you know, bottom line is you get somebody who looks like his dad, you, you think he's going to play like his dad. And at the end of the day, I think he will. Uh, Tosh Sachs, uh, Columbus, Mississippi, uh, 6'2", 269 pound defensive lineman. Uh, Tosh Sachs, I call him Wanda Sachs. Uh, it's a funny guy. Uh, we're glad to have him in the nasty bunch. You know, uh, 
Jimmy Terry. Uh, he's from uh, Madison, Mississippi. Played at uh, Tyler Junior College. Uh, 6'3", 330 pounds. Uh, this young man has tremendous uh, ability to drive people off the ball. Uh, that's what we call him, the Terry Cloth. Uh, he's going to go in there and clean up the mess. You know what I'm saying? And uh, you, you can't have too many big old boys like that up front. Uh, at the end of the day, we got one player left on the list here, uh, Trevor Terry. Uh, played uh, Long Beach High School and Jones Junior College. Uh, Trevor Terry, we call him TT. Uh, you ain't careful. TT's going to run all down your leg. You know what I'm saying? He's going to get after it. Well, Coach, thank you for joining us to break down this 2017 signing class. Enjoy your break. We'll talk to you again in the spring. Thank you, Jamesy. All right, that was fake Jay Hobson making his return to To The Top Talk. I am also joined by another uh, regular on the show, uh, Southern Miss Black Ops tailgate legend Jason Bailey is in the house. What's up, man? What's going on? Kimo Sabi. Kimo Sabi. Well, me and you, uh, we ventured out last Wednesday to the signing day party at Buffalo Wild Wings in Hattiesburg uh, last Wednesday evening. Had a great time. Um, you know, we we, uh, we met the, the new athletic director, John Gilbert. He uh, hadn't heard of the show yet, so there's a good chance he may come on. Um, you know, saw a lot of Southern Miss fans. Uh, you know, a lot of the listeners were out were out there at it. It was a great time. Zach Woodfin walked by. I was cracking up, and you were like, uh, you pointed to your adult beverage and like, ah, oh, there's protein in this. And he was just like, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was my that was my protein beer. And um, and yeah, meeting the new AD was great. Um, I guess you're two for two on ADs right now, as far as meeting them, and hopefully get them on both on the show. And hopefully you don't have a three for three for quite a while. Maybe we can let them fight it out. We can let them duke it out. I'd like to see it. Uh, our, our friend Jeremy Cooper, I can't go without mentioning Coop, man. He was in there with us as well. We had, it was a great time, great seeing everybody, uh, all the coaches, all the staff. Uh, Hop came by the table twice, and I still I don't think he uh, – either he has never heard of this show, he's never heard of Fake Jane Hobson, <laughs> or he just didn't – he was just trying to make the rounds and be nice. Not yet. Mama, Mama – uh, Mama Hobson, Michelle, she came by, talked to us for a minute. It was good. Good to see everybody. But anyways, uh, I was really pleased with the signing day class. I think we we filled a lot of needs, and I think that we've got uh, added some good young depth at a lot of positions. And some of these guys, it might take the field right away. What was your impression on this class? Yeah, well, everybody knows uh, you know that you always have to fill needs when it comes to uh, signing day, and and um, not just go out there and make the big you know splashy, uh, always popular three star, four star type of guys, quarterback, and, and, you know, but you have to fill needs. And, and where, we, where we were going to struggle um, uh, if we didn't sign these guys, this class was offensive line and uh, the defensive backfield. And that's where we went heavy on both of them, heavy, <laughs> literally, on the offensive line. And, uh, and, and really signed some, some longer guys in the, uh, the defensive backfield that, that should be able to, uh, you know, at least push for playing time as early as next year. And more importantly, the year after that, have w- at least one year under the belt, uh, under Zach Woodfin's leadership in the weight room, and uh, and be ready for that for that next year. Just have a next crop, you know, just reloading every year. And we're losing a lot of the, the secondary. I mean, we're thinking we're losing nine guys in the secondary for next year. So, um, you know, it, it's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna have to be a quick turnaround. And I think you have enough there that you know, even if it takes some guys a little bit longer, you're gonna have some guys that hit right out of the gate. So that'll be good to have that depth right away um but all in all just a top to bottom a very solid class i mean you have some some very uh, accomplished signees this year um and like you said on the line you got some size that can come in right away and play um you know especially 
especially at the tackle position. Really. Yeah, well, and, and just specifically to Southern Miss's situation, uh, we're loaded at running back again. Uh, Ito's coming back. George Payne's coming back. Uh, hopefully Patrick Brooks will be there. Um, so you're looking at, a you know, it, Tez Parks, a four-headed monster maybe back there, uh, and a big question mark at quarterback. I hope I hope somebody pans out and is the next Nick Mullins, but you never know. So, so what's the best thing you can possibly do in that situation is you put a humongous offensive line in front of them. Look no further than the Dallas Cowboys. Exactly. Year. Okay, and then and then you look at the other guys that we signed, and we're trying to stock up for years uh, ahead as the defensive backfield. Uh, what a better league to go ahead and get solid at that position with as much as Conference USA throws the ball around. So. All in all, I, I I think it fit the needs, and I, I you know I give I give Jay I give Jay a you know an A plus on this first class for sure. Best name in the class? I don't know because I was listening to to, to fake Jay a minute ago, um, and uh, who was the tuberculosis guy? Oh, TB uh, Tyler Barnes, <laughs> who grew up a Southern Miss fan. He was like his that was his dream school. But hey, flood zone. It's tough to top flood Bubba, zone. Bubba flood. It is tough to top <laughs> Bubba flood. We're going to come back talking more signing day as well as basketball, baseball, anything to do with Southern Miss. Come right back to us right here on To The Top Talk. Nibbling on sponge cake Watching the sun bake All of those tourists covered with oil Welcome back to To The Top Talk. I'm here with uh, my good friend, Jason Bailey. We've been talking Southern Miss Signing Day. There's a couple of um, signees that I wanted to mention because they weren't officially announced on the school's website yet, and that could be because of blue shirt, uh, gray shirt possibilities, or you know, even qualifying. I'm not really sure the status on that, but I just wanted to mention because I did see where they actually signed. Uh, a couple of guys from Pensacola, Robert Reeves, uh, 6'1", 190-pound linebacker uh, out of Pensacola High School, um, Rivals had him as a two-star scout, 24-7. ESPN had him as a three-star. Antonio Moultrie, uh, 6'3", 260-pound defensive lineman uh, out of West Florida High School in Pensacola. Uh, to Roderick Daniels, running back, formerly of Bassfield, uh, 5'9", 180 pounds, uh, past couple of years at Gulf Coast Community College. And then Lamarck Davis, 6'3", 175-pound defensive back, Mansfield Timberview High School in Arlington, Texas, uh, kind of surprised by them because I kind of that was a guy that we were really after, and you know, um, safety, especially big big body safeties like that, is going to be going to be key. So I'm not sure what the status is on those guys. I don't have anything official to tell you about whether or not they're going to be on campus or whether they're being delayed a semester or uh, a year in some cases. So that's going to be, I guess, a fluid situation. As with with all these signings, you kind of just have to see who shows up by the time you start uh, camp this summer. So. Uh, we were talking about uh, signing day, great class, great experience all in all um, in Jay Hobson's first full season. I thought it was a great class. Jason, what about you? Yeah, I mean, like we said, you know, you filled, you filled needs. And, uh, and you know, I, I'm really excited to, to see some of these guys, um, um, specifically uh, Mayberry. Yeah. Um, you know, Mayberry kind the of – The sheriff. Yeah, well, he, <laughs> <the> sheriff. <laughs> he, well, you know, he played second fiddle. Yeah. Um, up there to uh, what was the guy's name? Is that what Alabama? No, no, no. He signed with uh, Florida State. Florida State. Ah, oh, man. If you hadn't have said it, <laughs> but I know who you're talking about. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm I'm in basketball mode. But anyway, you know, he played second fiddle up there for a little while, but he could be the next Edo to come in. 
Oh, and um, I heard I heard Jay uh, Coach Hobson in the uh, in his press conference where he said that you know if if you were going to line them up and have them race, he said I know who I'm going with. Right. So I mean. You know, and and I think Ole Miss was kind of trying to get after him a little bit there at the end. So I I think he's certainly a stud at running, and he kind of fits what we do here. So and and he almost threw a curveball on signing day. I remember I texted you uh, that he 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 tweeted out, you know, um, I'll be signing with Southern Miss later on today, or will I? Yeah. And so we're here. We go. It, it, it's it's officially said, signing and, day. And, now. and 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 the the Southern Miss online community uh, lost their <laughs> mind for the next couple of hours in right. anticipation of that of that move. But uh, you know he's got a great relationship with the coaches. I mean he was a he was a committed during the summer. I mean and he's a guy that you know they they've really been on hard for a long time. And also, uh, you know, I know Freddie Hartz is going to be out for a little bit, but um, you know this is this kid was uh, I think he ended up being a three star. Uh, but you know for I. I I want to say when we first signed him, he was he was that four star, um, and had everybody in the world recruiting him. Um, so whenever he gets back, maybe a roll right into that next, uh, you know, Southern Miss nasty bunch linebacker spot. And then also, um, of course, Tim Jones out of Biloxi, absolutely, um, big time wide receiver, and maybe maybe the guys can be throwing on the ball. It might end up being Marcelo Rodriguez, who could not be a, a bigger ambassador for Southern Miss. No, not at all. I'm um, just all about Southern Miss. Um, out of Miami, Florida, and who knows, man? I I can't wait to watch this kid. I know it's signing day that uh, Hop mentioned that you know he can really spin it. So hey, let's get him on campus and and see what's see what's going on. Maybe we got uh, if if you look at his numbers, I mean, it, it looks like he didn't necessarily get the the opportunity to show what what he's certainly capable of. So you know. And a good competition between him and Stevie Sweetfeet, you know, when they get I wonder if those fake J nicknames are gonna stick. That's gonna be interesting to monitor as time goes by. Well, if 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 Bubba Flood ends up being uh you know, any, any anywhere near relevant and sees a lot of playing time, then there will be a flood zone sign in the end zone. I'm for it, man. When it rains really hard, we pretty much end up in the flood zone down there sometimes. That water lapping up against the glass. Uh, let's move on to you're you're my you're my basketball guy. Let's talk some men's basketball. Okay. This past week, the Golden Eagles split the first game Thursday night. Uh, that would be February second. Southern Miss defeated Marshall ninety one to seventy six. What a game! What a route! Quentin Campbell twenty four points in that game. Tell us about that game this past Thursday night. Well, you know, and it's uh, if you, if you go to all the games, then you 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 can kind of see what Doc's trying to get at with the offense. And um, and just a lot of times we just miss shots. Honestly, we might miss a look down low, especially with Kari being out. We might miss that that wide open guy that's open for the you know the, the half a second. Um, we might miss the backdoor cut, whatever it is. Um, just you can see it unfolding. It just doesn't quite work out. Well, against Marshall, you know Marshall. I think entering into that game, they they take the like the second most number of shots per game in the in the country. So we were able to get out and run a little bit. And um, and then and then we and we hit shots uh, like you said. Uh, Campbell had twenty four points. My personal favorite player, Cortez Edwards, um, at poured in sixteen. Eddie Davis went seventeen and eight. Overall, we're nine of sixteen from three point range. Um, and and then you know so it was fun. Uh, the people that were there had fun. I had fun. Um, something about that little building, even with a smaller crowd, I don't know what it is. When when you get excited. Uh, the place gets a little bit loud. Um, all of a sudden, the guys that do a layup that turns into a dunk. So it's it's a really cool place to be um, when people are into it and when people show up. Uh, and then, if you want to talk about that next game, Western Kentucky, well, it was the ex- exact opposite of everything I just said. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, you know, couldn't buy a bucket. Um, and I know the guy that sits in front of me, Mr. Don, he, he, uh, Michael Ramey missed his, his first wide open three. He turned around and he said, that's, that's not good. He needs to hit that first one. And he's right. Cause then, you know, it just kind of bleeds over. And who knows with this team, we're so streaky from, especially from behind the arc. Um, you hit those first couple, um, you don't get down 18. <laughs> And, and, you know, you see where you go. Like, in the, in the second half, they battled. They battled the entire time. I think we were down 17 points at halftime, if I remember right. Um, ended up losing about by that much. So, at least we played decent in the second half. Um, it's just those stretches where we just can't seem to put it in the in the, in the hole. That they, they continue to haunt the Southern Miss basketball team. Yeah, that Western Kentucky program, that, that's a program that, that Golden Eagle fans may not be as familiar with, but a very, very stout uh, basketball tradition. Uh, they're not anywhere near where they, they historically have been right now, but still a still a solid program. Eagles now sit at seven and sixteen on the year, four and seven in conference USA. Jason Munns reported the other day after the game that uh, Kari Price is out for the year, so right. that's going to make for an interesting rest of the season as that's, well. Uh, that's no good. We've only got a month left to go. Um, got some games this week. This Thursday, February the 9th. We will be at UTSA. Game starts at 7 p.m. And then this Saturday, February the 11th, we'll be at UTIP at 8 p.m. On the women's side, uh, everything went the exact same way. (laughs) The Lady Eagles uh, were on the road on Thursday, February 2nd. Uh, They defeat Marshall 82 to 78 and then fall to Western Kentucky 79 to 53. Now they sit at. 14 and 9, 6 and 5 in Conference USA. Come right back to us. We're going to have more to the top talk right after the break. To the top. Welcome back to To the Top Talk. I'm here with my man, uh, Southern Miss Black Ops tailgate legend, Jason Bailey. Before we move on from basketball, uh, it was announced this week that uh, former Southern Miss head basketball coach Donnie Tindall's appeal to the NCAA was denied. The NCAA upheld his 10-year show calls penalty, and uh, he's going to have to serve out his sentence. Currently, he's an assistant coach in the NBA Developmental League. So, um, hey, do the crime, you do the time. NCAA didn't feel like it was uh, enough to to warrant turning it around. So it's what it is. We we hopefully now everything's behind us. We can move on and get the basketball program back to where it needs to be. So all right, let's move on. Let's talk baseball. Uh, next weekend, Friday, February seventeenth, the Golden Eagles will host Northeastern at four p.m. to kick off the season. Also, they'll have games uh, the following two days: Saturday at one p.m. and Sunday at one p.m. All against Northeastern. The three game. Uh, homestand to to kick off the season. So really excited about Southern Miss baseball. We got a lot of returning players coming back as well as some new guys that are going to fit into the mix. Jason, uh, are you excited about this Southern Miss baseball season? Yeah, looking forward to uh, opening day at the Pete, uh, just as always. And um, and you know several games on the schedule this year. I'm really looking forward to. Uh, but you know as as far as the uh, the key returners, um, you know, see if you know Kirk McCarty coming back, of course, out of Oak Grove. Along with uh, Taylor Braley, which I think Taylor's going to do a little bit more pitching this year, also. Um, not only at third base and 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 holding down the three hole, but you know, you look to see Taylor on the mound just a little bit more. And why not? I mean, you know, the guy's got a cannon. 
Um, he throws a lot of strikes. He's in that, you know, 90 to 93 range all the time. So, um, you know, it's, and, and don't forget about, you know, Daniel Keating, Dylan Bordeaux, uh, Nick Sandlin, um, who is a closer of the year. So, you know, as far as people coming back, um, I, I know we lost a lot, especially behind the plate, but um, but this Southern Miss team this year, from all accounts, is absolutely going to hit the baseball, um, and we'll see what happens on the mound. But we've got plenty of capable arms there. Uh, I, I I witnessed um, Calder McKell last year throwing. Uh, he played at Jones, which might have been the best junior college team that I've ever laid eyes on. Um, he's electric, big arm, um, big time stuff. Um, if, if he can come in and if he can learn how to just harness it and, uh, and and control the zone, I mean, what a humongous addition that would be. So, yeah, I mean, as far as the opening weekend, just I'm ready for it. I don't know if because basketball is doing so, you know, like what basketball is doing, if that makes me any more ready for it. But uh, I got a really good feeling about this, bas- about this uh, baseball season. Oh, man, absolutely. I mean, coming off the conference championship last year, and we've got the conference tournament on the coast year, this year, so that's going to be a lot of fun as well. Uh, you know, you got a couple of newcomers. Uh, one guy that sticks out to me, uh, and I don't know how he factors in this year, Matt Walner, uh, offense, uh, well, offensive lineman. <laughs> uh, that, that's, that's really going to help out in the trenches. Yeah, it's going to help out in the trenches. Uh, outfield, they got him listed as an outfielder, right-handed pitcher. Uh, he was a Minnesota Player of the Year, and I think uh, the, the Twins drafted him. And uh, I want to say he had. I read somewhere we had some. He had some chats with Brian Dozier about things. And, I would hope so. And uh, decided to to come on board to be a Golden Eagle. Uh, another guy, uh, Mason Irby. Yeah, Mason Irby. From all accounts, can just absolutely rake. Uh, looking forward to watching him this year. I think you know any, anywhere you put him, um, he's going to be able to put the bat on the ball. Uh, doesn't strike out a whole lot. It's got a little pop in the bat. So you know, and that that always works out well at the Pete. Well, we're actually kicking off softball season this week. Coach, uh, head coach Wendy Hogue got the Lady Eagle softball players back, ready to rock and roll. They kick off the season this th- this Thursday. That is February the 9th at uh, at McNeese State at 6 p.m. Then they play in the uh, Louisiana Lafayette Invitational this weekend, uh, Friday against Ball State at 12.30 p.m. Uh, Saturday, they got uh, Iowa State at 11.30, and then Ball State again at 7 p.m. And they double up against University of Louisiana Lafayette <laughs> that Sunday, the 12th, at 1.30 and 3.30 p.m. So, you know, if, if you, you remember me, the teams of the lake, if you're like me, you remember the teams of the late 90s? You know, Southern Miss, we were kind of spoiled as far as softball goes. Right off the bat. Right off the bat. Well, year two or year three, we were in the final four. I mean, it was, it was, I mean, it was just insane how good those teams yeah, were. Yeah, I think Courtney Blades threw back-to-back no-nos. Yeah. Like that day. Oh, she was just <laughs> in, just ridiculous. One of the best athletes in Southern Miss history. No doubt. No doubt. No doubt about it. Two of our best athletes are women, man. You got uh, you got her, and then you get Tori Bowie. I mean, great, uh, you know, great role models for for other female athletes here at the university. I mean, that's a that's a tremendous. Uh, I would not race Tori, nor would I get in the batter's box against Courtney. Well, I mean, I'm. I'm a little bit of a daredevil. I'd do, I'd <laughs> fail at both, but I'd, I'd, <laughs> I'd pay to watch it. I'd pay, yeah, I'd pay to, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So you know, hey, for the rest of the spring, you got some stuff to look forward to. Baseball appears to be poised. And by the way, uh, my pops is helping out down there on the coast. He's uh, you know, running the Wingate there in Diaberville. Right. 
uh, he's helping out a little bit with the tournament. So if you're down there, you need a place to stay, he's probably going to fill up pretty quick. But, you know, go by and check out the check him out at the Wingate there. But I'm excited. I, I you know, I love going to the coast. You know, Jackson was was okay. I, I mean, it's cool to have it in state, but there's just going to be something about going to the I mean, you, you, you know, as a Southern Miss fan, you want it to be at the Pete, but Biloxi's, you know, tremendous as well. Oh, no, it's a cool little, it's a cool little park. And um, and everybody likes. It. I mean, if, if it if it's got to be somewhere else other than than Pete Taylor Park, then then Biloxi gets my vote um, for sure. And um, and don't you know what we were talking about with uh, with John Smith while we're uh, while we're at the signing day party. We'll yeah. get to that after the break. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You guys come right back to us. We got one more segment left right here on to the top talk. Your break from all of the High Resource 5 propaganda. Welcome back to To The Top Talk. Let's shut it down. Special thanks to my guests this week. Fake Jay Hobson, as well as my good friend Jason Bailey. You can follow him on Twitter at Bumper J Bailey. You can follow us on Twitter at To The Top Talk. You can follow me on Twitter at Jamie underscore Arrington on Facebook as well. To The Top Talk, Jamie Arrington Comedy, Hub City Comedy, all that good stuff. Uh, my next comedy show, which I'm actually not performing in, but it's going to be a great show, Louis Katz. You may have seen him on Comedy Central, HBO, as well as Fallon. He is uh, working on a new hour special. Um, you can see him at the Thirsty Hippo on Friday, February the 25th. The show's going to start at 8 p.m. Tickets are $10. Uh, also, a uh, longtime friend of Up City Comedy, Todd Berry, his new book, Thank You for Coming to Hattiesburg, is coming out on March the 14th. It's a book about all of his travels. I took him around, took pictures all around the city. I think it's going to be a, a really neat thing. Uh, we're going to do a, a book release party, which I will announce in the next few weeks. But uh, be on the lookout for that as well. Next week, uh, my guest is scheduled to be Scott Berry, head baseball coach at Southern Miss. So looking forward to that. Also, we'll talk basketball, baseball. All right, Jason, before the break came up, you were you were going to tell us a little story. Oh, well, I was just, yeah, I, just as far as like the baseball season coming up, um, you know, really looking forward oh, to it. Oh, you know what? Let me turn your mic on. Okay. Yeah. I'm back. You You're back. <laughs> but no, yeah, uh, baseball season's coming up. Everybody's looking forward to it, uh, including myself. And, uh, and you know, don't forget about the Southern Miss Rally Bike. Oh, yeah. The Rally Bike is back. Uh, you know, it was brought to us from – our good friend John Smith out there in the roost. He sits out there with Todd Maddox, uh, Will Taylor, Dave Bush, and, and, and Mr. Maddox and all. So, you know, the rally bike is back. Um, if you get a chance, if, you, if you've never been to a Southern Miss game, make sure you at least make your way through the roost. Check it out. It's one of the uh, the best atmospheres in college baseball, and, um, and those guys are a big reason why. So, um, yeah, fired up. Looking forward to it. Yeah, me too, dude. Me too. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a great time. Uh, I'm trying to make it out there next weekend for a couple games. I talked to uh, Will Taylor, obviously, and you know we're gonna get out there and and uh, try to get ready for baseball season. It's gonna be a lot of fun. What a great week! I mean, you know, I'm just riding on the high from from signing day, the surprises we got, and then being a Saints fan and the Super Bowl going the way that it went. <laughs> I mean. Uh, and, and, you know, I was kind of torn with Jamie Collins, but Jamie was obviously rooting for his old teammates on Twitter. Right. 
So, you know, you 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 got to go with him on that. I mean, that's his call. And fifty million dollars. And fifty, he was just rolling. Fifty million dollar. Good lord. Oh, there's some music. I guess this means uh, we're going to shut it down for real. So you guys, um, go back, go on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, look for To The Top Talk, subscribe, share with any of your Southern Miss friends, share with any of your Southern Miss enemies. Last week's episode, we had Nick Mullins on. I put the entire interview up, all 30 minutes, up on my podcast on iTunes. So subscribe, give us a like. Let's do it again next week. And as always... Southern Miss to the top.